welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, March 16th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. This week on Broadway's 12-year anniversary. Yeah, I know. That's the <laughs> word around town, unless uh, Mr. Tamanini is incorrect. But I, I trust the man. I trust the man with my life. He's usually so. like very, he knows the dates. Like yeah. it says, March 16th, 2009 was the first episode of This Week on Broadway. It's Where were you in 2009, Ashley? Oh, my God. I was a baby. I was so in <laughs> high school. I was getting into all kinds of trouble not going to school, basically. <gasps> Were you were you uh, a not go to school type of gal? I was certainly um, most so in my senior year uh, because I had exceptional grades. I was what they call a stealth troublemaker, and that I had some of the best grades, but was also just like an awful person behind the scenes. So I got away with everything. Yeah, so that was good. And I did, like, every band and chorus imaginable. Yeah, of Um, course. So in 2009, I, you know, was running around town. I I was getting into NYU, and then they took all my money forever. And Mm. what else? I was playing Pitt in some show. I was playing Pitt in Once Upon a Mattress. So there we go. That was my 2009. That makes a lot of sense, actually. (laughs) It really, really does. Yeah. Oh, God. I think I was auditioning for Little Women for the school show that year. All right. There we go. My my mom emailed the director and said that my math grades weren't good enough for me to be considered. Oh, for God's sake. And she didn't tell me. And so my name was not on the cast list. And I had a mental breakdown. Mm. Um, (sighs) And... And and then my mom was like, well, you got to shoot those grades up. They're not going to let you be in it. And I was like, well, how do they know? Oh, <laughs> my God. Hey, sh- shout out to moms. Yeah. Shout out to moms. Shout, shout out, out to-, to Asian moms for caring about math <laughs> grades. <laughs> hey, you, uh, you said it. Yeah, I, I said it. That's right. <laughs> um, so, guys, make sure that you're on our Patreon, because if you're not, it's rude, and I don't appreciate it. And sure. um, chances Me are you either. probably have a low credit score. So... Um, oh, I mean, make- let's not bash the low credit score happens. <laughs> no, no, my credit score is 400. So <laughs> I'm not- credit scores are nonsense. Credit scores are nonsense numbers, and we shouldn't use them. So don't feel bad if your credit score is low. We like- made them up. Society exactly. made them up. It's, it's nonsense. It's a nonsense number. Other countries don't have that. I know. I hate it. I hate it. Make, your own- make sure you're on your Patreon patreon.com slash broadway radio it is super simple to remember and you get all the exclusive goodies and content before everybody else it's literally the best thing you can do uh so let's get into some news real quick uh the grammy awards this sunday were you able to watch it no god no absolutely not i don't do (laughs) you're like you're like the weekend you will you are not like this is this is my time off i'm certainly not about to watch an award show that's that's really fair. Uh, they were just just yeah, just yesterday, I guess. And I want to highlight two things because I feel like they're related to the arts in a way. So the first mm-hmm. is the obvious um, best musical theater album, which went to Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill original cast album. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> See, I, I asked Matt what his prediction on the show was yesterday, and it was for American Utopia, and I agreed with him because, one, it's a better show, and two, I kind of expected them to award David Byrne over Alanis Morissette. I'm happy about uh-huh. awarding Alanis Morissette. Uh, I can't remember if she... I'm going to have to look it up in a second. I can't remember. Years ago? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking she did. I mean, it's it's her album. It's the only... It's one of the only albums. It's true. Um, it's true. But still... But the David Byrne one, like, it's him singing his music that he has already recorded. So for me, I think that's kind of ridiculous that's for them fair. to give it to them, be- give it to him only because just just for this particular category, because I'm like, yes, you've heard him sing that before. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's, like somebody else, which is what Jagged Little Pill is doing. I'm yeah. like, OK, those are different orchestrations. He's like, no, no, no. Y'all want the hits? Here are the hits. <laughs> <laughs> and then secondly is Best Comedy Album, which I believe is theater adjacent, but being from the comedy world, I, I want to talk about that. So sure. it went to Tiffany Haddish for Black Mitzvah. And a Black woman has not won this award since Whoopi Goldberg in 1986. That is the last time. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I say unbelievable. It's not unbelievable in any means whatsoever. Of course not. But I, you know, I, I looked at lists of the nominations because I was curious, you know, seeing this big outstanding moment, I thought, wait a second, I want to look at the last, the, the nominations for previous years, you know, and it looks exactly like you think it would look with the exception of Dave Chappelle winning mm-hmm. every year he's nominated. Sure. Um, and I think that this is just a really exciting moment um, to inspire other female and non-binary comedians of color. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you see the video of her? Um, oh, gosh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. On she, her Instagram. Uh, yeah. I, does, is that like a show she does? I'm not I'm not totally familiar. Yeah, it's okay. kind of... Well, you remember... Um, I think it was Bill Cosby used to do like... Kids uh, to, kids to, the there we go. That's what it yep. looked like. And I kids wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure because I saw, I saw like the one minute, one and a half minute video of it. And I thought I remembered that she did some kind of variation on Kids Say the Darndest Things. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, um, she's on set and they've fed into her ear that she won a Grammy and she's doing the show with like, there was at least two young black girls and Tiffany's just crying until <laughs> it's like some, some, this, it's going to be a hard journey for you. She basically tells them it's going to be a hard journey and you wonder like if you're doing the right thing, but you're watching me win a Grammy right now. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's I, I so it. lovely. I was so, so happy for her. Yeah. We, we send our congratulations out to Tiffany Haddish. And if you've never seen Girls Trip, you got to do, oh, right do it. Yes. <laughs> do it. Uh, before we get into the rest of the news and the show, we're going to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So we've revealed to you for the past week that Netflix is hiding shit and we don't like it. <laughs> and Netflix is hiding thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location. And they have the nerve to increase their prices on you. But you could be smart about it and make sure that you're getting your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN like I do. So using ExpressVPN, I can, int- I can control which country I'm wanting Netflix to think that I'm in because other countries get more titles, right? So ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from. Did I know there were 90 countries? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to admit this Jessica Simpson moment, but here I am. As I was going to say, um, did you not watch Animaniacs as a kid where they had the whole world country song? Please. No. Oh, I thought goodness. that... 
this is so dumb. I thought that show was just for boys. No. I literally thought there, was a lock. No. I thought there was a lock on that show. I'm not joking. No, I was I'm so sad. young and I was like, oh, um, I'm just like not allowed to watch that because like that show is for boys only. Oh, like it was sad. a club. Go I, back. Go back and watch it all. Anyway. <laughs> I've never seen it. Okay. Um, so there are a lot of shows to watch on there is the point. And I could have known this based on Animaniacs. And I <laughs> Which is probably on one of those platforms in one of those countries. And you could use you know ExpressVPN to get it. Jeez. Uh, I want to unlock all of these shows. I need to watch the Animaniacs. And I can use ExpressVPN to make sure that I am unlocking all these other streaming services as well. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio. And don't forget to use my link so that you can get three extra months free that's expressvpn.com slash broadway radio and once more expressvpn.com slash broadway radio to learn more let's get into the meat of the show Do the pita pit if you will you know you know i did while you were doing some of the ad read and talking also talking about the grammys i did do a little bit of research about the grammys mm. of miss alanis alanis morissette versus mr david byrne That's uh david byrne has won two grammys one was like best alternative music album and one was best score soundtrack for visual media. So he's really not won anything that's really representative of his music, where uh, Alanis Morissette won essentially everything. Interesting. Yeah, so surprising. In David Byrne and not Talking Heads. Has uh, Talking Heads won more Grammys? That's, that's, ooh. ooh. You see what these I mean? Are, like, these are the real mm. questions. I'll these be looking are the into questions. That. These are the questions we have. I should know this because I'm a Talking Heads fan, but I'm just like, I'm tired. It's been, it's been a year already. Has it been a year and we already clock <sighs> our clocks Goodness. forward? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we lost an hour and a year. Oh, God, it happened all at once. Sorry. Anyway, the Oscars. <laughs> Here we are. We're talking about the Oscars. We're getting into some. We're going to start with the big old categories first, I guess. Uh, we're going to start with Best Actor. So Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, who I freaking loved. We're going to talk him. about. I don't want to get into it. Yet. Um, Chadwick <laughs> Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Gary Oldman, duh, for Mank, and uh, Stephen mm. Yeun for Minari. And. Here we are with Chadwick Boseman's next Oscar. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. And how how depressing is that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, it, it's super upsetting. It's very upsetting. But you know, we talked about Ma Rainey in our roundtable, and what an exceptional performance that was, and just how drawn in you were by it. Um, I've only seen two of those performances so far, both both of which were amazing. That was Riz and Sound of Metal and Chadwick and Ma Rainey. Yeah. Um, I'm so Riz and Steven so, are so I was gonna say I'm so dying to see Minari, uh, but haven't been able to yet. <laughs> it's but, um yeah, I watched it through A24.com. Oh, I'm not sure still doing those. Geez. Uh, they were doing like timed streaming. So you bought a ticket, it was like going to the movies and then I put it up on my screen. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I should 
should I should check that out and spend some money. I'll just write it off. I'll, I'll, char- I'll charge it to one of my bosses. <laughs> yes. This is the problem so, with the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this is the problem with the pandemic because we can't go to our friends' houses that are SAG and watch the screeners right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. All of my SAG, all of my SAG friends for sure. Yes, we're all all of us. Ashley, you can come over next year. Good, 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 good. <laughs> all right. So here we are at Best Actress, which we're gonna start. With the number one, Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm. Andrew Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, which sounds like a a, a title of a feminist manifesto that a man wrote, um, <laughs> Frances McDormand from Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. I mean, Viola Davis, always, always. Okay, Again, like, yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, this is the thing. Uh, <laughs> I say always, 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 because as we talked about when we did our roundtable, again, as we talked about when we did our roundtable, she is one of a very short list of actors who, when they're on screen, I just cannot take my eyes off them. And Ma Rainey in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, the play, is such a smaller role than it is in the movie. Because you can't have Viola Davis on screen for like three minutes. That would be absurd. You need as much of her as possible. So I'm happy for her to get the nomination. I think she made history with like the most uh, nominees for a black female actress or maybe a black actress in general mm-hmm. um, or ac- black actor in general. Um but again, I have, I'm so behind on movies this year, which is absurd considering I've, there's been no theater. So I should be watching <laughs> everything that crosses. Yeah. But the problem is my favorite hobby is watching really crappy movies, um, like notoriously bad movies. So I haven't seen anything that's worthy of an Oscar <laughs> ever, Ooh. ever. Here's the thing. Viola Davis's performance. I'm not going to argue with you at all. Like it, it really is great because she is great. And yeah, it's, exactly. it's one of those times again, where you're just like, yeah, you kill it. Um, but my problem is actually the the category for her because I mean, she's not on screen Ex- as much as just, these other actors. I was just about to say is that I, they, they, they milked her being on screen as much as they should and did. Um, mm-hmm. But that's still a supporting role. It's a very much supporting role. And that's why I believed that Carrie Mulligan, who you have seen on stage before you guys, mm. saying the seagull, just saying. Um, and then Skylight. Wasn't Skylight another one that she was in? Straight Ooh, play? Maybe. Don't go me. We're going to go with Skylight because Ashley and I don't want to open up Google right now. Um, <laughs> but, but I truly believe that her performance as in Promising Young Woman, and I haven't seen Frances McDormand, who is an icon. Um, for Nomadland, but I just feel like if we're talking about best actor actress um, in a movie, it's it's got to be a more substantial part. So that's that's just me. That's but we're going to do uh, best supporting actor. So Sasha Baron Cohen, not for Borat two, <laughs> but for the Trial of the Chicago Seven, yeah. a movie, a, a movie I forgot existed because it was written by Aaron Sorkin. Yes, there it is. Um, and of course, the reason, and oh gosh, I'm now I'm blanking on Daniel Kaluuya. Am I saying this correctly? I think so. Yeah. I want to be saying yes. it correctly. I've yes. heard his name a couple of times recently. Yes. So, um, for Judas and the Black Messiah, which you can stream on HBO Max. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. as Sam Cooke in One Night in Miami. You know how we feel about Loved that. It. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, Lakeith Stanfield as well for Judas and the Black Messiah. And Twitter is going crazy over the fact that these two actors are having to battle it out. Book of Mormon style. Um, <laughs> You remember the year yeah. when it was um, Josh Gad and Andrew Reynolds and then Norma- Norbert Leo Butts was like, psych. Yeah, right. Ugh, ew. Uh, for the Tonys. And then Paul Racy for Sound of Metal. I just want to highlight because this is a so quote that good. he had recently. Um, that he, uh, Well, this morning, actually, because of this nomination. So I've continued to work in small theater houses like Deaf West Theater doing what I was trained to do from my Chicago theater years. But this is... It's so validating and gratifying to be on this level. You know what I mean? And so it's just very exciting that he was on here. I know that you and I yeah, really enjoyed the performance. So there you go. Um, Best Supporting Actress, um, Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film, which we we wanted her to win a Golden Globe. But here she is again coming in, which is shocking because it's, you know, it's not only a comedy film, but it's also a like a like a mockumentary comedy film, mm. which never gets Oscar buzz. So I think this is kind of historic in a way. Um, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried, who you know and love yeah. from Les Miserables. Obvious, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for Mank. Um, and then then the I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but Ashley, you're going to freak <sighs> the hell out about this woman from Minari. Uh, Yun Jung Yoon is on. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, but Glenn Close <laughs> is going to get this is what we're trying to say. Glenn Close <sighs> for Hillbilly Elegy, which we can't. I know I'm such a big Ron Howard stand, but this hurt my feelings. I hate this. I hate it. I hate it so much. I I used to poverty porn guys. Oh my god, it really is. It really is. Um, I have a. I used to do transcription for a writer's podcast. Mm. Who in the um host is Appalachian, and she used to just go in on JD Vance all the time and oh, how awful, awful of a book Hillbilly Elegy is. And you know, subsequently, I have taken that opinion as well, just from you know, mm-hmm. being parallel to that person. Um, this is it's it's so offensive, as you said, it's poverty porn. I cannot stand Hillbilly Elegy. I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> There's no way on earth I would ever watch the movie. Uh, and everything. You people do something and you're like oh man you guys think you're doing it like y'all y'all think you're like everything i've seen from it i just have massive secondhand embarrassment for the actors doing it like why this i get you know ron howard but i get that yeah Yeah. all the people attached incredible and then you're like oh wait (laughs) this Mm -hmm. uh this guy in this story so there you go um adapted screenplay also borat subsequent movie film the father nomad land and one night miami uh my one night miami we hope is just going to kill everything that they're nominated in because I wanted as many nominations as possible mm-hmm. for that film. I don't know about you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then of course the song speak now uh, that Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, performed and sang and did all that yeah. great stuff for one night of Miami is also nominated for song and like, look at him maybe getting closer and closer to an EGOT. I know. EGOT. EGOT, <laughs> darling. EGOT. Yeah. EGOT. I would love that. I think when we talk about Hamilton so much we always, I mean, first and foremost we talk about Lynn, which is understandable considering he has 7,000 credits in Hamilton, because he did it all um, but as a result we overlook Leslie Odom so much Leslie Odom Jr. so much um, and his just 
exceptional performance as Aaron Burr that it's so, <laughs> so nice to see him getting so much work on screen uh, to to really propel him into the stardom that he deserves. Yeah. And if you've never listened to any of his albums, you guys, like, oh, he's they're great. so like, lovely. His um his rendition of Guilty Ones from Spring Awakening is my favorite Ooh, arrangement yes. that's ever come out. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but holy shit, so sexy. It's a bomb, um, bomb for the soul. It is. It's really good. So here we are at our final story of the eve morning for you. I'm not sure. Um, but Tony, <laughs> it's more about the Tony Awards because it's all awards God, all day today yeah. here at Broadway Radio. <laughs> uh, Tony Award voting ends March 15th. So as we're recording this, it is finished. It's done. Like, it's done. done. Blink uh, in you, a typical year. Blink uh, and you miss it. Blink and, and you miss it. Um, R.I.P. the noms. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> R.I.P. Aaron Tveit. Who knows? Uh, but in a typical year, that ceremony would air on CBS with, you know, some TV famous guy host to introduce Broadway to like everyone else on the planet. Uh, but this year, we're not sure because the, the Broadway League and the American Theater Wing has said they've said exclusively that they will not have a Tony Awards production until Broadway reopens. And some people in the industry don't expect Broadway performances to return until, I don't know, October. Mm-hmm. So a prediction is that um, they might not even have a normal uh, broadcast. Like we might just be doing a zoom but i don't i'm i don't know um adam feldman who's one of my favorite critics i don't know how you feel about him you can text oh, me yeah no great awesome. you do yeah oh, fantastic i was like oh god do i not know something <laughs> um, no, we're safe we're safe <laughs> no i i really enjoy him um time out he's the, the time out uh, new york theater critic and of course a tony watcher as well and he was saying that um voters are required to see everything in a category and it might actually benefit these less seen shows because a lot of people didn't see Jagged Little Pill yet, right? Yeah. But if they can't vote, uh, does that help Jagged Little Pill? Like if only the people who were motivated to see it are those <sighs> that are allowed to vote, <sighs> that's not going to be a random selection. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Um, I just didn't know how you felt about that. It's just a cluster. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just, I'm so disheartened in every regard when it comes to the Tony Awards because uh, one, we didn't get to see, not everyone got to see all the shows. Two, not all the shows that should have been up for Tony's this year even opened. So it's kind of just like, I don't want it to feel like some shows or um actors are winning things by default. I mean, we have we have one category where there's only one nominee, and because of that, I'm just I just feel really disheartened about the whole matter and I feel like a lot of voters probably do. I'm certainly not a voter. Um but yeah, there's just there's just there's just something lacking. I think we all know that this year. Um but they want to open or they want the Tonys to coincide when it opens. That could be in October. That could be in spring. I just, it's, it's, uh, (laughs) it seems so odd to do the Tony voting the way that they're doing it. And as you said, it ended 
on Monday, it's done. Tony voting is done, and we still don't know when theater is going to open back up. Mm. It's exhausting. It's 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 just such a mess, and <laughs> I, I I hate the league so much for all of this. We hate it here. We hate it uh, here. This is this so- hashtag. This is the bad place. <laughs> Well, let's get into a good place. Yes, Ooh, did please. you like that? That was good. Ooh, that was ooh, good. Ooh. We do segues here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we are. Uh, the new In the Heights trailer was released over the weekend. Fans are freaking out. I know you are. It's releasing yeah. on HBO and theaters June 28th. I didn't watch the trailer because honestly, I'm so. There's a pair of them. There's I know, but I'm not going to watch it because I'm so excited that I don't. I'm too. I'm <laughs> it's too. edging. They're edging me, <laughs> and I don't need it. Yeah, it's real. There's a pair, a pair of new ones. It looks so. I mean, we already knew how good it looked from the first trailers that came out. First trailer that came out. Um, I'm so excited about <laughs> this. I think I think I'm more. Ex- you know, I'm. This is one of the things I'm most excited about as far as movie theaters reopening. I don't know when I'm going to go see movies again. I will probably watch it on HBO before I see it in the theaters, but then I will go and watch it in the theaters because it seems like one of those movies that should be seen on a screen that large. I also just really appreciate that they've made it queerer. Like, make every show gayer, please. Yeah, make make it gay. Make it gay. Keep it gay. Keep Keep it it gay. gay. Keep it gay and make it gay. Ashley and I are here to tell you that we are keeping it gay always always that's and that's the new slogan of today on broadway actually so keeping it gay yep 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 i love that get on it uh, matt <laughs> you, two queer women and then, <laughs> and, then matt, and then matt's here as well yeah and james and matt are, sometimes james but matt's here as well you're queer supporting we stand yes, exactly we stand exactly um <laughs> here we are we're at the close of the show they're gonna kill us um don't forget our patreon <laughs> Broadway Radio, all the exclusive goodies. Broadwayradio.com. You can listen to us all the time. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at what? Oh, it's Somewhere. Broadway Radio. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Broadway Radio. You can stalk me at It's Grace Aki on all the platforms. Ashley, where can people find you? Don't stalk her. Follow her though, please. You can, f- yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Also, please don't stalk me. Uh, no, this is Ashley. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. 